Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to the last episode of our Talking Divorce series. And tonight we look at life after divorce. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar with with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Sidebar Cindy with me, Dr. Cindy Suefansel. And this evening we're speaking about life after divorce as part of the um, last episode of our Talking Divorce series. If you've missed any of the previous shows, you can catch them um, on FM Rewind um, on kayafm.co.za. And if you're listening to us um, and you're not in Gauteng, you can listen to us on the um, channel 861 on DSTV's Audio Bouquet. So, you know, marriage ends... Um, you know, you have to adjust to being um, single again, but there is life after divorce and there's hope for happiness as a single person and also as a person that's going to get into another relationship, hopefully. So this evening I'm chatting to Tabang Amtlaga. He's our clinical psychologist and he's joined us for the last four weeks of July on this series. But we also have two guests in studio. I'll be chatting to Nomvula Ambebeza. She's a divorcee and a mother of two. And we'll also be chatting to Lemuhang um, Mwako. He's divorced and he's a father of one. So we're looking forward to your calls on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. And the hashtags on social media are Sidebar Cindy and KFM Talk. So before we take your calls, I'd like to welcome our guests um, to studio. Thank you so much, Dr. Cindy. Thank you, Doctor. Uh, good evening. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Good to have you back, um, Tabang, and, and, and welcome to, to, to you too. So over the last four weeks, Tabang, we focused on, I think our first our first series was about, um, you know, are you contemplating divorce and if yes, why? Then we spoke about divorce and finances. We spoke about divorce and children last week. And we're ending off the series with life after divorce. And I think um, I'm happy we're ending off on a, on a high note because people need to know that, yes, there's trials and tribulations as you go through a divorce, as a marriage ends. But um, there's hope. There's hope. There's life after divorce. So if you've been through a divorce before, um, you know, how are you coping? How's your life after divorce? And um, are things looking up? So I'll start off with you, um, Nom Vula. Um, when, did you, when did you get divorced? Um, so actually, it's not really finalized. Um, okay. We're going next month um, for the hopefully finalization. Um, it has been hard. Um, but what I can say is um, I'm happy. Um, uh, this was a, a hardest decision I have to make, um, but I did it. Um, we have two kids. Um, mm-hmm. It's affecting the kids, obviously. But I had to think about myself first. Yes. Um, I, I can't be raising kids in an unhealthy environment. Yeah. Um, so I decided, no, let's let's just end things. Uh, kids will grow up and they will understand. As much as it's hurting for them and it was hurting for me, but I just had to do it. Um, I'm glad I did because now my kids have a happy mom. Um, yeah. I'm really happy and they can see I'm happy. Yes. That's what matters for me. And um, happy moms mean um, means happy, happy children. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So um, it's going to be difficult for them um, as time goes, but I'm hoping one day their dad will, will play his role as well because mm-hmm. he's not currently. Um, they need their father. Um, I'm not going to deny him that. They need him. Right now they might not because I'm there all the times, but yeah. they are going to need him. Um, 
I, I just hope that one day he's just he'll gonna come, he'll come back yeah he'll yeah, come, come back you know you know yeah yeah, yeah be a father to, to his kids and how old are your children um Oluetu is nine he's turning nine and then Lutando is turning five okay so yeah they're still very young um the younger one uh Lutando doesn't know anything about his dad because mm. he was he was two when we separated so he doesn't have an idea what a dad is mm. so which is what makes it very sad that he doesn't know what's a dad for him any male figure is a dad mm. so that's so sad for him but I, I teach my kids to pray for him that one day he he comes back to their life okay yeah and in terms of of sharing the fact that you're going to divorce with your family who who took it to the hardest in your family um i think my younger sister um because she saw me broken um okay. yeah but fortunately she was there for me she was there for for my kids um yeah she she helped us um and for me i think also i was surrounded with good friends i am surrounded with good friends friends that pray for me mm. friends that told me that you need to forgive yourself first yes then once you forgive yourself you'll be able to heal mm. and it was easy you know when you when you do it it becomes very easy so i forgave myself and i asked god to whatever that i've done wrong in my marriage you know let me be a better person let me fix what i have done wrong mm. let me not focus on what he has done focus on myself because i also did contribute to the failure of the marriage mm. it might not be as much as i will say he has but i might have you know i, I might not know but he, if he says you didn't do this then it will point that i was not maybe a perfect i mean i'm not perfect yeah anyway. yeah no one is yeah. yes yes um but yeah being surrounded with with friends that helps you to pray that that prays for you and prays with you that's that a good there. system yes when you cry they are there and they will tell you no don't cry in front of the kids come to us come, come cry to us you know we will comfort you friends that will come let me take the kids out then mm -hmm. you can have your own me time and the whole process i'm um, not um you know obviously you'd have you had to find a lawyer and all of that stuff how did you prepare yourself for that um, yeah, so it, it was it was stressing because uh, initially I have these um, one of the banks uh, attorneys, yes. but they couldn't because it's a contested divorce. So I had to look for an attorney. Attorneys are very expensive, um, but then I had to look for someone who's very reasonable in terms of the prizes mm -hmm. because there are no millions in the marriage. So I, I don't want to benefit anything. Mm -hmm. I just want things to be over. So it, it became very strenuous in terms of finances because now we, we have a house and he moved out. So everything is on me. The burden is on me. You know, at some point I had to pray and be specific and say, God, I need a job. I need a new job so that I can afford this. I can afford the house. I can afford the car. I can afford the kids. So it was, yeah, it was, it was strenuous and I had to get an attorney, I found an attorney, we had an understanding, you know, I was upfront, like, this is my financial situation, this, this is, is what I can afford, this is what I can afford, and yeah, we agreed. Okay, so if you've just joined us, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, I'm Cindy Sue Fansale, and this evening we are on the last installment of our Talking Divorce series, and we're talking about life after divorce. We have clinical psychologist Tabang Klaka in studio, we also have Unum Vula Mbebeza, who's just shared her story, and we're also joined by Ule Mohangwako, who's a, a divorced father of one, and he'll also be telling us his story. Um, but before I go to Tabang, I just have one more question for you, Unum Vula. Um, obviously, you had mutual friends, yes. right, in your marriage? And um, you know now that you you know you guys are, are, are you know on the way to, to to breaking up, how have the friends been responding? 
Okay. Um, so we didn't have actually mutual friends. Okay. Yeah. So um, when I got into marriage, uh, my focus was more on the family. Okay. Yeah. So I was more focused on the family than on friends. So the friends that I have now, it's friends that I developed during the process, you know, just before the divorce. Okay. Yes. So yeah, I was that girl that always at home with the kids at the hospital. Okay. Yeah. No, that's understandable. <laughs> Tabang, yeah. welcome. And um, yeah, I mean, I think she's shared her story so eloquently and I love the insights that Unumvula has had during this whole experience. Yes, actually, uh, what you're picking up on, the, the insights, I just I just love how her story is integrated. So she starts off, I mean, you, the way you start off with the divorce and how difficult it was, but you also get to a point where you do some reflections also on yourself. So she talks about how maybe the part that she plays and not only she divorcing uh, from um, from her her partner, but she she also cares that the children have the relationships. I just I just love how she she's integrating um, the, the painful and I suppose the, and the beautiful parts of of her life. So so it, that's somebody who's actually traveled and and that's the thing with divorce because it's a process. It's not a an event like you know so there are a lot of highs a lot of lows a lot of painful moments um and and i suppose i just i just enjoy, i enjoyed listening to her because i can see how she's growing and the support that she has and how our family and friends and how other people can actually also step in and make a difference when somebody's going through a difficult time because it is quite a a difficult time. Some people feel relieved, but the, 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 I think the majority of the people is quite a difficult process to go through. Mm-hmm. Nimukhan, coming to you. Um, so you, so okay. How long have you? How long were you married? Um, for three years. Okay, and yeah. and has your divorce been finalized? Yes, it was finalized this year in April, end okay. of April. Okay. Yeah. And, and how old is your child? My son is three, ten, and four. And and who's who's living with your son? Uh, my ex-wife is. Okay. Yeah. And how is the process for you? Sure. I think the the, the difficult the difficult years are two years prior and two years after. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I say that is that prior to you having taken that decision, is that you try exhaust all the options that are possible in order to try make that union work. You know, um, as much as we have been talking about this the whole week and people have shared the story. I don't believe that people went into it with the belief that I'm, I'm, I'm going into it so that next month or n- next two years I can leave the marriage. Yeah. It was till death do us apart. So hence I'm saying that the two years prior are difficult because you are trying to exhaust all the options that are available to you to try and make this work, right? Then you have the years after whereby now you have to deal with the fact that you and this person are not together. And then now you have to now start focusing on your life alone without having... Uh, to consider the next person and you can imagine that when you are in that union there are commitments that you make together there are those things that you want to accomplish together as a couple you see your life with this person or with your family and so Mm. forth so the difficulty becomes now when you have to detach yourself from that you know so I believe that it's something that I'm still dealing with yeah considering that obviously it was finalized uh not so long ago you know so i think that is the difficult part of it having to um deal and live your life without that person that you had uh initially intended to spend the rest of your life with so i think that's where the challenge is you know but then in terms of um uh, the complications around the the process 
I don't think it was that complicated because of the contract that we had chosen uh, at the at, at, at the time. You okay, know? so which contract did you guys choose? Without a crew. Okay, right. so anti-naptal contract without, without a crew. Okay, yeah. all right. So I think that made it a bit easier because I mean it, it was it was it was more peaceful, I guess, in that sense, as compared to. Um, other stories that I may hear of people and what is it that they go through. So if I had to compare mine to um, people that I've heard previously talk about their experiences, I wouldn't say that it was dreadful. I think that the, the, the difficulty became with um, having to uh, separate yourself from this picture that you have and the vision that you've had with this person and now having to deal with things and look at things on your own, by yourself, for yourself, mm. you know. So I think that's the way the challenge was. But then I can tell you now that the space that I'm in right now and where I was last year, I shall. <laughs> there's light. <laughs> there's Definitely. Light the Definitely. And, and, and explaining, explaining to family, um, was that difficult? It, it is still difficult. You know, I was home this weekend, right? Oh. <laughs> and, and the funny part, well, it's not funny, but um, the, the questions that, because some certain people still don't know. Oh, right? I see. Yeah, so yeah. The, the difficulty is that now having to answer when people ask you, where is your family? Because now they got used to seeing you with your mm. family, you know? That becomes a bit of, okay, uh, at the end of the day, it's not their fish to fry. So do I really need to go into details? But they, that's it, you know what I mean? But then with that, um, driving back, and I actually realized that actually, like now it's going to be the challenge of having to introduce somebody else and letting these people get to the idea that the person that you know, that you know me to be with, unfortunately, I'm not with them anymore. And this is uh, the person that I'm with, you know. So I guess that's where the, 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 the challenge is still going to lie. Uh, but then it does not really bother me because the space that I know I'm at right now. You're in a better place. Definitely. Okay, so if you just joined us, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy on KFM 95.9 with me, Cindy Fancel. And this evening we are on the last um, 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 installment of a series, Talking Divorce. And we have um, two divorcees in studio with kids who are sharing their stories. Um, you know, Tabang, I wanted to ask, Tabang is a clinical psychologist. I wanted to ask about um, in-laws. So now that you've, you know, now you're divorced, is that it? That's the end of your relationship with the in-laws? Do you sever all ties? How do you, how do you um, navigate around that? <laughs> a very interesting uh, situation. It just depends. It depends on what the relationship was like initially um, b because... Um, so so divorce is a process and remember so when when people as as Lemohang was saying you know you know it's 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 a process so the the two years before so i mean you 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 shared a life with this person mm. and not just a life but a story and not just your story the community story and and everybody knows the story right mm. and um and now it it, it almost it, it demises and now you have to now think okay we, we are laughing now but this thing we have to end this thing and it's a painful process and so you go into that um and, and then it, it becomes almost official and then you must deal with the psychological adjustments the emotional adjustments the practical and financial financial adjust, uh, adjustments which then uh, goes into then so how do you deal with in-laws and, and and things like yeah. that um similar to the question we're dealing with uh, last week is with the children but um, um a, a lot of people struggle with that i mean people 
I know I know people who actually hide in malls. You know, if they they go to a mall, and um, if they see somebody they know that they, they they hide maybe in an aisle because they don't want because to they have to questions deal with that awkward so question. Yes, so yeah. why are you by yourself? Mm. Where's everyone else? Um, or where's your ring? Where's your ring and things like they hide their hands sometimes things like that. So um, it is quite a process, but like. Um, I think what Lemohang is saying, the idea that when you are well, then it's a bit easier to, to explain to, because you have to adjust. Um, when you adjust and when you are well, then you can help other people adjust to, to the new situation that you're in. But if, if you are not okay, and if, if you are not uh, well adjusted, or uh, if you haven't resolved that thing, it's difficult for you to to, to do that. And the other thing I wanted to say is, as, as uh, Lemohang was explaining, I was almost reminded of uh, the grieving process because it's a morning, and we say there are usually three, four tasks that a person goes through in the morning. So one is to accept what has happened, so to be the, the exception, the divorce. Two is to accept everything, the emotional aspects that come with 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 that process, and thirdly, it would be uh, where you have to decide to move on, uh, where you decide this I'm going to live my life without this person, and lastly, it would have to do with what what you choose to remember. Okay. What that's you choose right. to, that, yeah, to integrate, yeah. you know. So, so, but I mean, I think so. But I suppose in summary, it's when you are a bit more adjusted, it is easier to then help other people adjust to your story. But if you if you're not adjusted, it's difficult. And I think, I mean, I like the fact that he says that it's it's his fish to fry. He doesn't have to answer everybody's questions. Yeah, you're allowed not to respond to people's questions. Yeah, and yeah. So and it goes both ways. So um, I mean, if they don't ask. For someone else, it might be that they don't care. Um, you, you go to, you go back home, and and nobody asks. But why are you by yourself? Mm. And it, you might experience it as these people don't care. Oh, if you go home and then they ask, uh, who's this person? And then maybe they're being a bit nosy. Mm. <laughs> so it, it just depends on how you want to res- respond to it because you can't control other people. Mm. Other people ask you. Other people just leave you alone. Mm. Almost as almost as if you have some disease or something. Mm. So, but I, I I do think if 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 you are if you are good, uh, it's much easier to help other people understand. Um, Nomvula, you heard what they were saying. You know, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's not difficult. You know, um, but what I can say is, if if you come out from a divorce. Before you even initiate, you have to be um, emotionally prepared, you know, um, be prepared and know that this is going to be dragging, this is going to be taking a stall on you. So you have to be emotionally ready for this um, and stick to what you've started and don't be bitter. Like, I think being bitter is what kills people because you, you hanging on to this or you hang, you angry at the next person mm-hmm. um, who, who initiated the divorce or you didn't want to let go, but if if it's not healthy, move on. Then you, you know, have to move yeah, on. you have to you have to move on and start afresh. It's it's not easy. Mm. It's not. It's <laughs> like I haven't been dating since my husband. Mm. So yeah, but what what keeps me busy for me it's my kids mm. and loving myself. That's awesome. U Senzwa on Twitter um, says, I love Numfula's accountability. I love it. As people, we're always ready to point fingers on the other party and never ourselves. And I think Utabang alluded to that as well. Yeah. The hashtag on social media is Sidebot Cindy and the other hashtag is Kaya FM Talk. Nimuhang, I mean, you heard the clip from, from T-Bot's show. Yeah, and it, it actually comes, um, it brings me to something that I actually wanted to say, right? Um, 
or rather hopefully that we can be able to 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 discuss it as a, at the later stage as well um that um when, when when it comes to marriage like your yourself you put yourself to the side to focus on this union in order to make it work and what the gentleman was saying on the clip on tibos's show um was that you 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 sacrifice so much um mm. of uh, sometimes it's not just of the things that you like but also of yourself mm. and without realizing it and i think that's where uh i saw myself as well as like you know what actually i feel like i've lost who i am and who mm. i am is actually not a bad person mm. but i've tried so hard into um making another person wholly happy and mm. forgetting that actually that is not my responsibility yeah you know what i mean yeah. so i think that 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 is that that was tricky um but then as the gentleman was saying that even when you have a hundred rand um instead of sharing i think it, and let's not make money the example rather um if 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 you have something um or rather there's something that you're passionate about or something that is that you want to do um before you can be able to do it if you are in a relationship, it has to be discussed with the wife first. It's just like if you're discussing business, the person says, I need to talk to my wife or my partner first. Mm. However, whenever it is that you are alone, whatever decision that you make, you must know that it impacts you. It comes back to you. It does not affect the other party as well. Because also it goes back to the type of contract that you're in. If you perhaps you like something, it costs more money, could put you and I into trouble depending on the contract Allegedly, yeah. that we are in. So even with that, like the decisions that you make after when 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 you're making them for yourself and and you it's more about fulfilling your purpose more than actually trying to make so hard to make this union work oh i gotcha okay so we're taking calls on 86 we have utandega on the line and she's calling us from johannesburg um good evening Utandega, and welcome to sidebox cindy hi cindy how are you i'm well and yourself good thanks yes Oh, I just wanted to um, make a comment from a perspective of divorcees who um, who didn't have any children within the marriage, because I'm one of those. But also to just say that it's, it's still as hard um, divorcing as a single person without any children. Um, the struggle is real. I think for me, it was the fear of being alone, not knowing um, what am I going to do by myself without this man. But... I realized in the person that it is possible you can live. Um, it's hard paying the bills by yourself in the beginning, but you adjust to such um, circumstances. Mm. And, yeah. in, and in terms of um, adjusting, do you feel that people need to explain themselves to people or you just, you know, you just carry with your life and you make the changes that need to be made? Um, you, you don't have to explain yourself because in the beginning it's hard because you, you don't know what to say to people and you, you're even scared to, to show yourself to people. So um, for me, it's until you're ready to talk about it and explain yourself, then you can do that. But don't feel under pressure to explain yourself to people. Um, just carry on with your life. Um, you have family and friends that support you because that's what I had and they were my pillars throughout my my separation and my divorce and without them i know that it, it would have been difficult so they knew what was happening but other random strangers mm. um, people i didn't really know at work or from wherever else um, you don't need to explain yourself and would you consider um getting married again definitely um i'm still a believer in love so 
um, I will get married one day. It's it's better now because I know what I want and I know what I don't want. So mm. it's easy to spot out what's not going to work and what has potential to work. Okay, well, that sounds that sounds awesome. I'm very happy for you, Tandega. Thank you, Cindy. Okay, thank you so much for calling. All right, then. Okay. Tabang Laka is our clinical psychologist who's been on the seas with us. Um, you know, Tandega still believes in love she still you know she still believes she can get married again you know, what do you think of that yeah statistically uh, most people divorce remarry actually um so and because when people divorce generally the idea is not that marriage was bad it's more that the person i was with was bad so i just there because you there are things you learn if, if you if you reflect on it so most people actually divorce remarry statistically mm-hmm. um the 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 other thing um I, I wanted to say is you know because to, you you can't understand divorce without understanding marriage and part of what was touched on was uh, the idea of losing yourself um trying to build a union and and my view is that you know when two people come together you should actually grow together you should actually become more of yourself mm. and i think that the risk is if the foundations are shaky so um this idea that you're going to go into this union and then you disappear it's not going to work a marriage is where you have two full human beings um well adjusted who bring something uh but now if it's a situation where one is is losing themselves or you feel the marriage is not facilitating your growth and your development that you're not better because these two of you then there's something not 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 right there so mm. it's something that we have to look at and the the other thing that was uh, discussed um so this idea of do you tell people do, don't mm. tell people if if we look beneath it there's actually the idea also of shame right mm-hmm. there, there's this there's this shame that people struggle with um because you you a little bit of guilt a little bit of shame uh, because remember when you when you also get married you call all these people they hire out suits uh they come <laughs> they bring you have presents. this big function mm. do you know and and now um, some of them still have loans to come <laughs> and, now, and now this thing hasn't worked right and, and then they're also surprised because they have a vested interest in 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 the union, in, in the union. Yeah. because people care like if 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 we all of a sudden heard that barack um is divorcing from um michelle, michelle. it will affect us and you see so so what i'm trying to say is so part of what we should think about is uh, people will ask so i just people will ask but you don't have to explain everything to them but i think we have to understand that it, it's also a little bit unfair for these people who took time to help you get married sing songs and do all these things and then when you were get they were excited for you and when it didn't work then we don't want them to know mm-hmm. so they will ask but then you just know that you you have your story you know what to tell them or not to tell them uh, but they shouldn't offend you if, uh, if they by do asking ask. yeah. okay okay so we're taking calls on sidebar cindy on 086-00959 we have fraser calling us from johannesburg um good evening fraser and welcome to the show how are you cindy good thank you i'm good thanks yeah, I've been at Riverside since 2017, March. I think it's two and a half years now. Yeah, but it was not a good roller coaster because um, my ex-wife had to like bring in people before I became aware what, of what was going to happen. Mm. And then uh, suddenly there were divorce papers around lying around here and told that I'm going to divorce. So obviously, divorce is the first time experience where you cannot, you don't know what to do and whatever. So I then visited my company, uh, 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 um, my, the lawyers there, and then they then said no to me, no, um, 
only what you have to do is a settlement letter and whatever and agree on things that you want to take and stuff. You know, during that time, um, my mom didn't want to speak to me, my sisters, my cousins from both sides, from my father's and my, my mother's. Uh, because obviously when you marry, it's that integration of somebody from externally into your family and then mm. get used to your family. And then she got used to all of them, of which when things started, she went to all of them to say, I'm going to do one, two, three, four, this is what is happening in my marriage and whatever. Mm. Okay? And then soon everybody was not speaking to me. And some of them, even today, they don't speak to me because I'm one person if I'm going through something, if you want to know, you can come to me. But I don't. I'm not the one who's gonna go out there and explain myself why I did it. Yeah. The third part of it is like I'm. I'm staying with my two kids who wanted to stay with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the third part of it is um, when you speak to somebody to say because obviously a family advocate indicated to me to ask clearly to say there should be an open line of communication between the two parents regarding the kids. So the problem that we're shooting is we have a teenager in between who's eight years old. Yeah. Um that can manipulate the situation. Okay. Um I'm currently seeing I have a partner yes. of which we have a, a child together. Mm. And then I didn't feel that my kid needs to know the other siblings from the other relationship. So, but what is happening in there is like whatever thing that happens in that house where my other my, my partner is staying, my kids will manipulate things and then go and tell the mother and then once the mother is happening there, we'll come back and tell my partner and whatever. So Yeah, so that's difficult. It, it creates a whole lot of not confusion, in fact a conflict between my current partner to say, Are you doing these things? I heard that you're doing one, two, three, four, and mother. You know, mm. my divorce was not an easy one. It was a very messy one. You understand? And in mm. terms of, like, even now, as I'm saying, I don't talk to some of my uh, cousins. And then other people, like, from the family, they just take things from other people to say, this is what we heard, this is what we have seen his wife doing or he's doing and whatever. So they, they, they don't have that uh, guard. Come and, and you know, ask. Start to come and ask me, my friend. What the, even you know? Obviously, even if um, her integration, we had mutual friends. Yeah, I had issues with my friends as well. To say they don't ask me anything up until they hear the real story. Now then, some of them are coming to apologize to say we judged you based on one, two, three, four, and then now we hear a story. I think now. They think now the stories are now balancing. Mm. But you know what I believe in? There's life after divorce. Yeah. You understand? Mm. People out there love you. You understand? Mm. The only thing that you did, you only uh, made a choice about that person. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you never had people that you can, you know, uh, ask out or date or so everything. The only thing that was there is you love that person, you so appreciate in this particular person. But now at the end of the day, what you've seen by then is not what you see now. Yeah. So I still think that this life after divorce, you can be happy and whatever. But the only thing that I usually told my daughter, the 18-year-old one, is to say, focus on your education. Yeah. I'll support you. And then don't 
find yourself in this situation whereby you are the one who is orchestrating, you know, my demise because obviously he's doing that to me. I even told him that in millionaires or shiny years, stony years or snowy years, I'll never get back to your mother. That should be something that you know. You have to get used to it. Yeah. Because I even arranged counseling for her. She didn't want to go. She said she's fine. But obviously, you can see that she's not fine. She just have, she's having that thing to say, one day, my father will say, no, my mom is coming home or so everything. Yeah, okay. Because, I'll ask, can I just ask Tabang to respond to a few of the things that you've mentioned, Fraser? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tabang? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, but thank you for Fraser to sharing for that sharing, st- yeah. story. Um, so the 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 the, the, I, the the point he's making about his daughter, I think we we touched on that last week. How children have this idea, this this <coughs> permanence idea that they they always want the two people who made them to live together, mm. and if that's not negotiated properly then they might struggle to adjust probably so so things like how you, what you told the children as you were separating when you got divorced they they help the children then adjust better and also how you introduce new people after the divorce uh, that is also important um so if, if that's not negotiated probably then sometimes you might get to have um, issues and o- of course uh, also i mean rumors the, the the idea of rumors sometimes you can't control what well not sometimes but you can't control what people think about you uh, what, what you can do is do what is right uh, by you do the proper thing and then people will, will, will then get the story those who have the um, the energy to come and ask you then you can respond but other people will just make up their minds so one shouldn't be too concerned about that is to is to really ensure that you are okay and I think if you are okay then you can deal with whatever uh, things that that come, but there's also uh, so the bitterness, uh, as Nomvul has mentioned. There's the anger. Remember, so the, so there there is some of the other stuff besides the practical stuff. But there's the, because divorce can do quite a number on you, um, or uh, it disrupts your your idea of orderliness, mm-hmm. and so so figuring that out sometimes you 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 love this person, um, like what Fraser said. So the papers came. So it's like, and he wasn't expecting. And he wasn't. It. So now that that usually um, is, it makes it very difficult to to adjust. It's it's different. It's different if you were being you were, you were talking about it. But if somebody just tells you, uh, "Here the papers, um, 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 it's over, or we are divorced," because then you your mind must still adjust to that, and you must still walk that journey. Yeah. Okay, well, Fraser, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And this evening, we are on the last um, installment of the series, um, our Talking Divorce series, which has been running throughout um, July on um, every Wednesday. And we're talking life after divorce. We have Ole Mohangwako, um, a divorcee father of one, and we also have Unomvula Bebeza in studio, a divorcee and mother of two. And we're also joined by clinical psychologist Tabang Laga. We're taking calls on 86 0009 You can SMS us on 36959. And you can also share um, your stories and, and input on social media under the hashtags Cyborg Cindy and Kaya FM Talk. We have Uvuyani on the line and he's <coughs> calling us from Johannesburg. Um, good evening, Uvuyani, and thank you for holding. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Very well, thanks. Um, you know, like I've been listening to the topic, but like, uh, if like uh, most, most of the points mentioned here is that guys think of what friends think uh, of them before what before uh, putting court first. So like what I'm saying is, why don't we think of, because uh, now in a union, like what do we say? We, we, it's a union between you, your partner, and God. So, like, why do we have to think of what people think before thinking of what God says? 
or, or what God thinks of us. Because this union is not a it's not a friends union. Okay, like we think friends are supporting us sometimes in some situations, but friends are not happy about what we do. About most ninety nine percent of the time, people don't care about about our happiness. So what I'm what I'm just uh, trying to point out here mm. is like we can't be uh, putting what, what what family families can think about us or what friends can think. Because now even families, when you get married, they, no, no one becomes happy. It's only one percent if you are lucky. They, they become happy of your marriage. <laughs> uh, that's my point. Okay, no, thanks, Biani. I'll ask um, our clinical psychologist, Tabang to respond to that. The, okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think um, the, the idea that, you know, so he, he's talking about, you know, we, when we think about other people, when you think about other people, um, what do other people say? And it's a big thing. Uh, it's a big thing. People consider uh, what will my family say, uh, what will my friends say, what do, what what does this picture look like so it's it's a it's a difficult thing for people and he's proposing that uh, suppose people think about uh, what you know what does god think about it? and so it goes back to what i'm saying i think if you're okay it's it's easy to 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 talk to other people but uh if, if you can't be okay then it's very difficult to handle people to survive the conversations then you have to hide and and and, and struggle I, I don't know what you guys think uh, uh, if i can chip in there doc um i think the other thing that 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 going back to what vuyani has said right is that we also need to understand that not everybody is christian mm-hmm. right yeah. uh and then as well as your relationship with god your relationship uh, tabang that you have with God and the relationship that I have with God is not the same yeah. and then even within Christianity, uh, Christianity itself um, you cannot say that you have been fully consistent are you with me? Mm. So not everybody is fully uh, consistent with that yes um, it, it, it is a union between yourself and God um, but then we need to understand that even with the challenges that we are thrown uh, with within that marriage sometimes it's those type of challenges that can actually uh, detach you a bit from 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 God or uh, or um, or rather building and 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 um, nurturing that relationship that you have with God you yeah. know what I mean so yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's it's easier to say right now because faith also plays a role you know what I mean so it's easier um, to say I can't say that it's easier but then it yeah it's easier for us to say and talk about that relationship with God because at the end of the day by the time we got married or whenever wherever it is that we decided to get married chances are it was either done through a pastor it was done yeah. through a church and so forth but the unfortunate part is that uh, we, do we keep that relationship or do we keep that um, do we do, do we keep that Christianity level as well because if you think about it that union is blessed within a church right it's a pastor who marries you that means it's a christian it's it's a christian belief to do that but then thereafter do we fully live the christian ways i think that's something we need to think about okay so we're taking calls on 086-00959 we're talking divorce and we're speaking about life after divorce we have uneli siwe on the line um good evening uneli siwe and um welcome to the show hi dr cindy how are you good thank you i'm well thank you Look, I've never been married a day in my life, but I think I've been enough around enough married people or enough divorced people to form my opinion. Okay. I think at some point with divorced people or people that are going to go through a divorce before and after, it stops being about us as growing individuals and myself as a growing individual. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, husband is growing as a person. So am I growing as a person. Okay. 
And I think with a lot of people, I've heard a lot of, she stopped understanding who I am, right? But also you stopped allowing a room for you to understand who he is and in turn for you guys to understand each other. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, we hear you. So I think in life after divorce, I've seen a lot of people really struggle with the part where they did not allow for an opportunity for their partner to grow into or out of who they were when they met or during the marriage. Okay. Well, thanks for that insight. Yeah. I'll ask um, Unum Vula to comment and I'll also ask Lim Hang to, to say something. Thank you so much for that call, um, Nelly Siwe. Thank you. Okay. Unum Vula, what do you think of what Nelly Siwe has um, just said? So, Mina, what I think is um, healing is important. So, you find Omunyumu to just jump to another relationship without being fully healed. So, you need to heal. You need to take time. Deal about yourself first you know get to a point whereby you you happy with yourself you happy with your own space and then acknowledge your mistakes because we all make mistakes check what made um, your marriage to fail and then try to see okay what did i do wrong you know um was i was was i was i a submissive uh, wife was i was i there for my husband was I was I doing my duties as as a wife, you know? Um, and then check, okay, what could I have done wrong? If you have a good relationship with with your ex, then you ask him, okay, his opinion. What what makes you think that this um, our marriage uh, failed? You know, you you start from there, and you you build yourself. You don't jump, don't rush. You know, work on yourself, work within yourself till you find, and then you pray. Okay, not everyone is Christian, but then you you, you some of the things you pray for them, mm-hmm. and, that, and that helped you a lot. Yes, for me it did help me because it, it gave me peace. You know, I made peace, and I'm so happy what God is doing. In my life, you know, I'm, I'm flourishing because of God, not because of I know or because of yes, no, no, it's mm. not that, but and it's through prayer and it's through having a support system. You know, put God first, mm. you know. Yes, um, I, wa- I wanted to say so. What, what she brought up, I think the, the other thing, um, uh, very important to mention, you know, when you also started, sometimes people, you're going through a hard time, you haven't healed yourself. Then you go into a relationship. It's when you find situations when you, you wake up and you're crying next to someone else and somebody's confused. Why are you crying and why are you busy talking about your ex? What's what's going on? And and part of it, it has to do with things like you haven't healed and you just rushed into a relationship. And, and it's a situation where you find people are divorcing twice, thrice. Because the, the work of healing wasn't done. Uh, the work of integrating what was right about this, what was not so right about this. Um, what do I want to take? What is, what is my part in it? Am I healed? So life after divorce becomes good when you're able to integrate that experience. That diff- You take the beautiful parts and the difficult parts and, and you make that story. If you don't do that, then you carry... Um, some of the wounds into the new relationship mm. then you repeat the patterns that got you there in the first place mm. so I, I hence I said in the beginning when I was listening to Nomvula I just loved how she uh, she sounds like an integrated person a person who reflected on okay what the other party did what did I do then how do I then integrate how do I move on how do I bring in the kids so that work has to be done if you don't do that you run the risk of sabotaging the next relationship because you'll be comparing your new partner to your ex and things like that. And the Mukang? 
you know when they say hurt people hurt people mm. yeah so <laughs> so i think that, that that's where it comes from um it 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 it, it really has to uh, come from you i think i think the most important thing is that before is it that you can be able to leave a relationship there also needs to be that exit plan as well you know and i think that's where the the psychological part and the emotional part of it also comes in whereby you need to deal with yourself first and as well as what is it that you're going through and also prepare yourself uh, you cannot fully prepare for the situation considering that you also don't know what is the, what lies ahead, right? But then also be able to put yourself in a situation whereby whatever it is that may be thrown at you, you can also be able to stand for yourself. Then thereafter, once it is that you are then out of that relationship, I think also it, it you need to give yourself time, you know, because emotionally you were still attached to the next person. Yeah. Um, as well as, as I had mentioned earlier, is that you had also planned your life with this person. So yeah. it is very important that also yourself as well allow yourself time to 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 get rid of that person within you you know what i mean so i think that is important phase that we also need to go through hence it is that i mentioned the two years prior and the two years after because you need to have time to yourself as well you know because once you jump from that and into that and um and it, it becomes it will become confusing because now you're trying to you'll be trying to um live your, your your dreams through somebody else yeah. you know and that, yes. that, that that's gonna hurt them at that's the true. end of the day okay yeah. well we have five minutes left of the show coming up at eight o'clock will be ukaias tole he's um standing in for um michael mutoning bill on the law report and but the, but the show um starts at eight so in closing okay i'll end off with tabang but i'll start off with you two just do you guys believe in marriage do you still believe in marriage Absolutely, man. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, but I think that because uh, when, when, when you are in marriage, right, you learn so much about yourself. There, there's a lot that you, and you cannot, uh, if you are the same person that you were even before you got married, then maybe you need to check yourself because as a person, you need to continuously be growing. growing okay. You need to also be evolving. So I think um, that part it is where the tricky part comes in because by the time you met me, I had certain beliefs I was in a certain way. Yeah. Right. As time goes on, I'm growing. You're also growing. You're not the same person that you were. Uh, I'm not the same person that I was. My perspective on things is also changing, you know. So I think that the, the, the most important thing is that be be true to yourself. You need to be very, very true to yourself. Um, this is during the uh, throughout the course of marriage, you know, because once it is that you start losing yourself or you, you start over compromising as well you you end up losing yourself and you might end up uh in in that divorce again because to the next person is that you have changed because now you got them used to this and, and now, now you're showing them something else so i think it's also allow yourself to grow and understand that people have to grow we cannot be able to stay in one place and if there's one thing that we look for in relationship in today's times when you talk relationships is that does this person will they contribute something in my life doesn't have to be monetary contribution but will they put me in a different place whether it's mentally psychologically emotionally will they put me in a different place than where i was when i met them yeah thank you so much for that and nomvula yes um i do quickly yeah (laughs) yeah i do believe in love um i I still think it, it, it it's beautiful love is beautiful marriage is beautiful as long as the two of you um you know you grow into this together communication is key if you both know what you're in this for then it will work 
Awesome. I mean, yeah, who doesn't want to be loved? Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. And um, you know, Tabang will close off for us. And just to let you know, Tabang also is also an author, and he's written a book. So we'll be gifting, you know, both of you with that book. We'll send Yay. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. Because you, know, you came onto the show, you shared your stories so eloquently. Tabang, quickly closing statements about the last in our series um, on our talking divorce series. Um, marriage is a beautiful thing. Uh, when we go into it, it's Better, it's best to be authentic mm-hmm. um, and then if, if, if you're going through a divorce if you are divorced you will survive this thing and so learn uh, people are stronger than they think yeah. and if we learn then we are able to just then go from strength to strength well thank you so much thank you for joining our conversation Sidebar with Cindy every Monday to Thursday 7 to 8pm on Kaya FM 95.9 Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind visit kayafm.co.za for more